0: Good evening everyone. Welcome to tonight's Front Porch. Pastor Chris here with you and thank you for stopping by and taking a load off on a hot and humid day here in Northwest Ohio. Rainstorms have been uh, popping up and around. I can sit here on my porch and, and see really dark clouds uh, to the east and uh, some really big uh, puffy clouds to the northeast where I'm sure storms are happening and got an alert uh, a little bit ago that storms will be headed my way and and, and it's okay. Because hopefully with the rain, it will cool things off, although we have had quite a bit here just recently. So well, I hope that uh, in the midst of all these storms that you've had a blessed day, you've had some chance to kind of just uh, kick back and, and relax just maybe just a bit. Uh, I know a lot of us are just so busy in life and it's hard to do that. So So I hope you had a minute, even if it was for five, to just take a deep breath, calm yourself and just be in the presence of Christ today. But if not, then maybe this is your time. Tonight I kind of want to uh, continue this conversation about the enemy within, and and specifically talk about two other things that that kind of go hand in hand, and that's envy and greed. Both kind of overlap, if you will, and and really just can I mean just create so much destruction in our lives and really the lives around us as we journey on this life with Christ. And so let's uh, let's dive into this, if we would. Um, start with a passage of scripture out of uh, uh, James, chapter 4. Uh, James opens this chapter, actually it's a continuation of, of chapter 3 in particular. Uh, James is, is analyzing these quarrels that are happening within their community. A- and as they do, uh, he traces the source of these disputes to, to these desires. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, the seven deadly sins that, that eventually kind of form out of it here, James touches on a little bit of this as he reminds us that that all of this comes from within, and only from within. He says in verse one of this fourth chapter, he says, "Those conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from?" What a, what an interesting question, you know. And I and I think sometimes we all uh, we kind of have an idea where they come from, but in truth, uh, I think a lot of us wonder, where do they come from? Where do they really come from? What is the source? And and of course, James reminds us that that it's our own evil desires, our own sin within us. goes on to say in verse 1, Do they not come from your cravings that are at war within you? The struggle, right, we're facing within us. And then verse 2, which goes right along hand in hand with it. You want something and you do not have it. So you commit murder. You covet something and you cannot attain it. So you engage in disputes and conflicts you do not have because you do not ask. And he goes on a little bit more into that. But... But if we kind of just take the context of those two verses in this life that we live, uh, I think we begin to quickly discover that greed and envy in particular uh, are at the root of all kind of scandals. I mean, we see them all the time, even today, right? We still see them. And I think maybe, I don't know if it's more prevalent today than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago, but but it's still there. And, and the truth is envy and greed have been here since, since Adam and Eve. I mean, going all the way back when God because of their their greed and and it's interesting when we think of greed we we think of monetary greed but but greed is it comes in all sorts of different forms so does envy and and for for adam and for eve and for many other stories within scripture this is the this is the foundation of it um you look at the stories of joseph's brothers they they're envious of him because of their father's favoritism towards joseph and 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 so in their greed, they sell him into slavery, and the story goes on. Uh, King Ahab covets uh, Naobah's vineyard, and and it goes on. Uh, there's a death, you know, Queen Jezebel, right? And Judas, driven by g- greed, will sell out Jesus for thirty mere pieces of silver. I mean, this greed goes on and on within the scriptures, and it's and it's prevalent because. Because God wants us to really understand, this is this is a big deal. It's a big deal in our lives, and and it and we see the destruction that happens, right? Adam and Eve because of the reader expelled from the garden. of Eden. Joseph's brothers, they live in fear once they realize their treachery has been revealed. Caleb uh, dies in battle. Judas commits suicide, etc. It goes on, and, and at the heart of this, and there's a verse in Proverbs chapter fourteen verse thirty it says. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. And they always do one very important thing envy and greed don't they? They they exact a terrible price. Um, I don't know anyone who has envy and greed in their life who's truly at peace. There's a lot of turmoil. They they look at someone and think I wish I I wish I had what they had or or I wish I was as famous as them or as popular as them. I mean, we, we see it in our, in our teenagers, really. And I think, I don't know, maybe it's just because uh, I grew up in a different era, but I think it's more more and more today. I think a lot of the entitlement from what we call entitlement is really what we're, what we're seeing and don't know how to put our finger on, but it's just envy. It's envy and greed within our, within our kids and young adults, that, that they want to be the next uh, uh, viral star, if you will want they want they want to they just be that famous even if it's for 15 seconds right because that means everything that that's the whole world and yet they quickly find out that it isn't it ends up actually being destroyed how many children' stars do we read about who who seek fame and fortune and then only to to not just fizzle out but I mean crash and burn hard because you see, what we miss and what i think we've forgotten is scripture as he tells us these stories and sorry i'm back apparently uh something happened i don't know what what just occurred there um there we go we're back live again um so as i was saying you know the scripture looks at this greed as, as this form of idolatry um because the truth is when we're greedy when we're envious we worship that thing that we seek so desperately that we cannot have um it's, it becomes selfish, not selfless. It, it drives us, um, in some cases, uh, uh, maddening because we're so, so, con- what's the word I want to use? So focused on trying to achieve more and more and we're never satisfied. Uh, folks who are greedy um, never reach that point of satisfaction because there's always something more. And I think, and I tell you, our society, uh, retail industries, other... Man, they push that, don't they? Um, as, soon as, you, as soon as you think, Oh, I've got what I wanted. There's a, new, there's a new product out. And what you just bought, which was just new, is now old again, right? Um, and, and these develop into all sorts of different things, don't they? they? They develop into violence, abuse, war. And James talks about this. He says, what causes this, this strife among you? what is actually the he says conflicts and disputes um and, and what he's really driving at is is this mache is the word but but this combat this this battle this quarrel and 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 it comes from one very important source and that's greed he doesn't say it but boy it is shining a light on it so intently all of us are guilty of that. I, you know, I can look at it and see, you know, oh man, I I, I wish I had a, a bright new shiny car and, and a big house with lots of land and, you know, the list goes on and on. And, and the reality is, why am I not satisfied with what I have? Runs, it's big enough, you know? Uh, because the world tells us that that once you have something, it's no longer good enough. you got to strive for the next best thing, because that's how they sell things to you. And that's how they keep you in check. And it's such a destructive thing. Think about uh, addictions. You're never satisfied. You're constantly seeking that next next high, that next hit, whatever it might be. Whether it's gambling, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, it doesn't matter. You're never fully satisfied. Money is a huge thing with greed and it talks about that money is the root of all evils right we we read that in in scripture god uh, jesus and the holy spirit remind us that that nobody's one immune to it we're all we're all gonna face it we're all gonna have it in our lives and we're gonna be consumed by it without question it's just how do we confront envy and greed in our lives how do we truly face that in, in our lives Well. I think, I think how we begin to face it and we begin to, to wrap ourselves around it is that we first have to go to God and we have to say, Lord, look, you have shown me the envy and greed in my life and, and I'm going to confess that I have it. And so because of that, I'm, I'm going to ask for not just your forgiveness, but but the repentance of it so that I don't. Envy and greed anything anymore and, and look we're human. We're going to do it all the time but But we have to let it go we have to give it to our Lord and Savior and we have to say here it is Save me from it help me from it um, because if we don't then If we don't then, then we're gonna end up lost friends. You're gonna all end up lost. We're gonna be destroyed and and you know sometimes these things that we do they're not outwardly signs or inwardly signs and i think a lot of times they are we we inwardly envy our neighbors we inwardly envy what someone else has and so we become greedy as we hope to have what they have because what they have is what we want and that that could be just something as simple and even more, I guess you could say, powerful, because it's not all about money. But but it can be as simple as powerful as lust, as as I lust for for the fact that that I want everything possible. And and I tell you, I've seen stories. Um, several years ago, I, I heard a story. Um, <laughs> Diana, how good to see you guys. Hope you're both doing well, my friends. I miss you guys. Um, where a friend of mine had a sister. And this sister had a good life. And she got a new job. And he said all of a sudden she uh, she had these really nice cars. She'd drive a nice car. She had a nice condo. Um, very nice clothing. He said just kind of came out of nowhere. He, he didn't quite understand what happened. And, and he said, you know, but, but I didn't question it because cause to me it didn't matter a whole lot. But, but he said, as, as time went on, as things kind of progressed, he said, I kind of came to realize something wasn't off. And eventually it would be discovered because she would get caught. She had been stealing money from her company in excesses of hundreds of thousands of dollars. and She would end up in jail. And even as she was going to jail, she never admitted to doing this. And he said to me once, he says, you know, it wasn't the fact. I mean, what she stole was wrong. What she did was wrong. But she did it because she always, always looked at others and and was jealous of that. He said, we had a nice, him and his wife had a nice house with their kids and and everything. He says, you know, but, but man, she always wanted more. It was never enough for her. And it, and it broke his heart. And here's the destruction of what greed and envy does in our lives. And then I tell you, not just do we have to go to God and, and give it up because he shows it to us. My friend realized, he says, I, I've got greed and envy in my life. He says, I, I want the next best thing, the next the next electronic that comes out, the next you know, iPhone as soon as it comes out, he said. But I can't live that way anymore. And once we confess to God and we repent and we ask for freedom from that, we have to also ask for God to help us to see the true connect, uh, what's the word? Uh, contentment in our hearts. We have to, we have to understand that, that what God gives to us is all that we need because God gives us everything we need and nothing more. First Thessalonians talks about giving thanks to God in all circumstances, good and bad. Because God is giving to us exactly that which we need. That which we need. And finally, the hardest thing I think we have to all as followers of Christ, as believers, as even infants and old, is, is that we got to trust Him. Man, we got to trust Him with everything, including those things that we think we have to control, that we have to hold on to. Uh, Paul says, you know, I had, I had to learn to be content Whatever the circumstances were. Paul acknowledging that, that he even at moments had lust and greed and envy and pride and all of those things in his life. And he says, I had to just learn to trust God. I had to just trust Him. So these are the things. We want to overcome these envy and greed and even pride, to be honest with you. We have to, we have to go to God and, and, and see what God is showing us in those areas. And then we have to confess it. We have to let it go. We have to repent of it. And we have to ask him to show us what it is that we're to see. How will we be uh, content? And then when we do, we trust God what he's showing us. And I know that last point is hard. It's tough, but we have to do it. Because God knows the compassion and the joy in your lives. God sees what's in each of us. And he'll set us free if we lean in and we give to him. I going to invite you into a moment of prayer, if you would. Lord, be with you, loving God. I I come to you, Lord, with with just a just a heavy heart for these things tonight. That, that all of us, Lord, young and old, will see greed and envy in our lives. And some of us, Lord, it's money. Some of it's it's items that our, our neighbors have. We we see what they have, and we want to be better than that. Some of us, Lord, envy and greed food. I mean, we just consume it and consume it because we've we got to have more. We're not content with just a little bit. We're content with a lot. We're content with, with, you know, not just sitting down and just enjoying what you give to us, but but, but we want more. So Tonight, Lord, I ask for your grace to pour upon us. I ask for your grace to give to us something powerful something beautiful give us forgiveness show us mercy Lord set us free from the envy and greed in our lives because it's a battle within us Lord and that we must let go we must truly truly give up to you it's hard it's tough we try But with your strength and help, Lord, we can overcome that envy and greed. We can rise above it. We can stand strong in the face of a storm. We are set. That, Lord, I give thanks to you. Thanks and praise. In the beautiful name of Jesus. For it's in his name I lift this all up to you. Amen. Amen. Friends, you know, as I, as I think about this time we have and I think about the struggles we face in life, I, I encourage you to give it to God, to let it go and say, Lord, here's my struggles. Here's where I'm greedy and envious. Here's where, where my pride rises above it all. And, and it leads to everything else, doesn't it? But it leads to destruction and glory for Satan and not glory for God. I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, to just let it go. Mm -hmm. Give it to our Lord. Lay it at his feet and say, Lord, here I am. Lift me up. I know he will. Oh, I sure know he will. Friends, as we depart here tonight, I I want to encourage you in your walk of faith. I want to encourage you in your struggles, because we all face them. There's storms all around us, kind of like today. But God is with us and allowing us to overcome all that we do. Friends, thank you for stopping by the front porch tonight. And as you go forth, go in the peace of Christ and know that God is working on you as you walk this journey of life. Look forward to joining with you tomorrow night right here for another time on the front porch. But until then, may God bless and keep you and may you see the face of Christ wherever you go. Good night from the front porch.